Numbers 14, 24 simply says, but my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit, a different spirit in him, and has followed me fully, the Lord says, I will bring into the land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it. Today, I will simply be speaking from the topic, different. You may be seated in the presence of our God. On this morning, I do not have any antidotes to start this sermon. I don't have any interesting parallel ser uh, series or stories. We're just going straight to the word, no chaser. Amen? And so Caleb simply had a different spirit about him, within him. And you might think, well, that's kind of it, except it's not. There's actually more. See, the writer tells us about this spirit that Caleb had, but what the writer didn't do, Pastor Jason, was tell us what caused Caleb to have this different spirit. How did this spirit come about? So very glad you asked. Over in Numbers 13, we learned that Caleb's father was Jephunneh, and his name means uh, he will be facing or he will be prepared, and to be prepared means to make something ready. So it's actually in Caleb's genes, it's in his DNA to be different. Numbers 13, 1 through 3, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers, you shall send a man, everyone a leader among them. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran, according to the command of the Lord, all of the men who were the heads of the children of Israel. In that text, the word head means excellent. It means the choicest. It means the best. Y'all know that's a new emoji on the phones, right? The best. And so the Lord asked for Moses to send the best, and among them was Caleb. In 13.6, it says, Caleb, the son of Jephunneh. So he was actually one of the best to go and do this. So then, just giving y'all some context, 13 verse, or chapter 13, verse 25, they had explored this land for 40 days, y'all. That means that it was a pretty vast land with a lot to see, a lot to explore. They explored the land for 40 days. Verses 28 through 29, they gave the initial report. They were like, hey, they have grapes and milk and honey. Like, this land is absolutely amazing. And though it sounded impossible, because of the different spirit that was in Caleb, he was able to quiet the people and get their attention so he could let them know that God's got us and we've got this. And in the words of Kendrick Lamar and Ty Tribbett, we gonna be all right. But the irony is, even though uh, Caleb and Joshua believed that we were going to be all right, that they were going to be all right, that they had what it took to be able to go in and to possess this land and inherit this land, something shifted. And in verses 30 through 33, the other men, the other chiefs, the other captains who went with them didn't quite see it that way. And they felt completely different all puns intended. 
So what happens when people can't see what you see? Does that mean that you shrink or they have to adjust because you're gonna stand on what you believe? I can remember when I was pastoring in Hawaii, uh, the secretary and the youth minister and I went to a library. They were having this record sale and I love records. My father was a DJ, so they're having a dollar record sale, uh, records, CDs, tapes, books, what have you, and I walked in and the, uh, one of the library attendants was shorter than I was. And so I bent down to hug her. And she said to me, she looked me in my face, she said, no ma'am. She said, you don't bend down. She said, you make people rise to meet you. So then when we have a vision from the Lord, when there is a purpose from the Lord, when, when the Lord has placed within us something that is different, how dare we shrink? How dare we feel like that we have to compromise and do things so that they can say the yes and the amen when God has already given us the yes and the amen because he said in Jeremiah, before I formed you, I knew you. The audacity of God to, know, to have known me, to have known you, to have known how we would be our, our nuances and the things that we would do, the sin that we would commit, the ways that we would be, and you still had the audacity, God, to create me, how dare I shrink? How dare I adjust to you? You're either going to get right or you're going to get left. And so we find out in chapter 14 what happens when people don't always believe. In verses 1 through 4, the Israelites cried, they complained, they whined, they murmured because they wanted another leader. They could not see the bigger picture that Moses and Caleb and Joshua had placed before them. In 14, uh, chapter 14, verse 6, Caleb and Joshua literally tear their clothes in grief because they saw something that was better. They saw something that was greater. They saw something on the horizon that the other people couldn't see and it grieved them in their very hearts. But in verses seven through nine, Caleb didn't shrink. He let that different spirit speak for him and Joshua and they attempted to encourage the people. Chapter 14, verse 10, the people didn't want to hear it, but Caleb and Joshua stood on business and the possibility of being stoned. The scripture said they wanted to stone them. But wouldn't you know that the glory of the Lord showed up? Because the Psalm says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Huh? Try Jesus, don't try me. Because what you don't know is if you come this way, we gonna dot your eyes in the Holy Ghost. I ain't got nobody in this place. You come this way, I'm gonna karate chop you in your knees in the Holy Ghost because what you not gonna do is have, what you not gonna do is allow the Lord to bring me through. You should have took me out when you had a chance, but now that I'm here on this leg with this knee brace, now that I'm here after all the hell that I done been through, now that you still here 12 years a pastor, how dare we shriek and how dare the devil try it? Try somebody else because you ain't got nothing coming over here. I hope you continue to go to your drawing board. I hope you continue to scratch your head. 
because the Lord will always come up for me. The Lord will always show up for me. The Lord will always show up for you. The Lord will always make a way. Way maker, make a way. The Lord will always show up for you. Eat, come on now, uh, uh, what is it? Acts 16 and 26, the text 25, the text says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. Come here, Paul and Silas, they were in jail in a maximum security jail. 25 says that they sang songs and hymns and the prisoners heard them. 26 says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. Huh? Huh? What you're not going to do is sing unto the Lord and worship unto the Lord when your hands or feet are bound and not expect for God to show up for you. Come on here, somebody. The next time you find yourself in a situation that you don't want to be in, the next time you find yourself in a situation that you didn't put yourself in, I dare you to lift your hands to the Lord in praise. I double dog, triple dog dare you to worship the Lord and watch the Lord show up for you. You want to know why he got a show? Because he put his name on the line. He told Abraham, I swear by no greater than my name. So God, if you're not going to do it for me, you got to do it for your name's sake. If you're not going to do it for me, you got to do it for your glory because your name is on the... And so... Verses 11 through 23, Moses and God had this back and forth conversation. And, right, right. and, 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 and God said, Moses, I'm sick of them. He said, they didn't tap dance on my last nerve. He said, I didn't try to put them on punishment, Moses, and that didn't work. I took away their cell phones and their iPads. I told them that they couldn't. I told them they couldn't go out and they still, I'm, I'm sick of them. I want to take them all out. That's the book. He said, I want to take them all out. Moses said, now, Lord, listen now, God. Come on now. Come on. Just breathe a little bit. Just. <laughs> he said, listen. He said, listen now, God. Now, listen. You done brought them this far. Don't you know that if you don't bring them all the way, they're going to be like you brought them out, but you couldn't bring them out? They're going to be like, you ain't really God. And God was like, I can do what I want to do because I am God. It's in the book. It's in the book. And, and so Moses had to remind God, he said, but Lord, you're, you're forgiving and you're merciful. He said, Father, give him one more chance. Lord, won't you give him, give him one more chance. <laughs> and so the Lord said, I'll do that. He said, okay. He said, but everybody ain't going to be there. Y'all know how we ask who all going to be there? <laughs> the Lord said, I bring them out, but everybody ain't going to be there. They not. They not gonna be there because they, they done tested me and tried me and rejected me and I'm not having it, all right? You had you, you one more time, you used that, y'all know our parents used to say, you got one more time. The Lord told them, y'all had y'all's one more time, everybody ain't gonna make it. Verse 24, but Caleb, because Caleb, because Caleb had a different spirit, and it was evident in Numbers 1330 because it was this spirit that calmed the people in the midst of chaos. It was evident in chapter 13, verse 30, because it was this spirit that maintained strength in a position when the other people got scared. It was this spirit that stood on business, which is the word and the promise of God, because the word is the promise of God. 
Caleb had a different spirit. It was another spirit. It was a spirit not like others. It was a spirit that thought differently and talked differently and showed up differently. It was a spirit of a different attitude. It was a spirit of a different kind of man. It was a distinct spirit from others. It was a faithful spirit, a courageous spirit, a calm spirit, a ready spirit, an inclined spirit. And sometimes we don't like different. Sometimes we shun different. Sometimes we look away from different. Sometimes we fear different. Sometimes we try to push different out. Sometimes we avoid different, yeah. Sometimes we turn our hands and our backs toward different. Sometimes we act like we can't see different. Sometimes we close our ears and we block, we put different on do not disturb. These are all the things we do to different, but no matter what, we will always have to face different because it's different that makes the world the wondrous place that it is. And they could not do away with Caleb because Caleb was determined that if he had to go by himself, he was going. He had a different spirit, and this spirit was not to upstage anyone or to get to a platform or to be seen or heard. His different was of and from the Lord. His different was the spirit, the mind, the wind, the breath of God, which is literally what spirit means. It's the ruah. The ruah is the mind, the wind, the breath of God. This was the kind of spirit that was within Caleb. This spirit was one of courage and zeal and enthusiasm. This spirit was different, and it was delayed but not without hope. It was delayed in thinking and feeling and not being like everybody else. Because when the Israelites were controlled by chaos and, and fear, Caleb was confirmed in the confidence of God. And he was not conformed to the world. He was confirmed in the confidence of God. But he was not conformed to the world. He was confirmed in the confidence confidence of God, but he was not conformed to the world. I'll say it again. He was confirmed in the confidence of God. No matter what they say about you, no matter what they do and don't invite you to, no matter how they act towards you, remain confirmed in the confidence of God because God is faithful to perform it. He who has started a good work in you is faithful to perform it. Be confirmed in the confidence of God. He was, not, he was not conformed to the world, but he allowed himself to be transformed by the renewing of his mind, which was that different spirit. And hear me, the world that we conform to is not just the big world. It's the world within your home, the world on your job. It's the world at school, it's the world among your friends, it's the world in your community. You don't have to be conformed to that world. You don't have to be conformed on how things used to be or how you think they should because the truth of the matter is, ain't nobody asked you anyway. You should not be conformed to the couldas, the shouldas, or the wouldas. You should not be conformed to the culture. You should not be conformed to the chaos. You should not be conformed to your thoughts, your feelings, or your emotions. Because if God ain't said it, then what are we doing? We don't have to be conformed. We just got to allow ourselves to be different. We don't have to be controlled by culture. We just have to allow ourselves to be 
different. We don't have to be consumed by comparison. We just have to allow ourselves to be different. And people might not like you when you're different, but you should not let that matter because either they're going to come around or, or they won't. And that's not your business anyway. Stay different because different is bold. Different is strategic. Different is beautiful. Beautiful meaning belonging to the right hour, the right season. It means to flourish. And Isaiah 52 and 7 in Romans 10, 15 says, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the gospel of the good news. Different is a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people according to 1 Peter 2 and 9. Different is strong and courageous according to Joshua 1 and 7. Different is steadfast and unmovable according to 1 Corinthians 15, 58. And sometimes different shows up differently, but since God causes all things to work together for our good, is there really anything that's bad? Because in Exodus chapter 1, verses 8 through 11, Pharaoh was different. And this Pharaoh was different than all the other Pharaohs, and as a result, he dealt harshly with the Israelites. But if he had not dealt harshly with the Israelites, there would not have been a Moses, there would not have been a deliverance, there would not have been a Caleb, there would not have been a different spirit. John 18, 2 through 5, Judas was different, and he betrayed Jesus for money that he couldn't even spend. But if he had not betrayed Jesus, we would not have a Savior. So even though different may show up differently, God is still going to cause it all to work together for our good because we love him and are called according to his purpose. Thank God for different, 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 different because when you're chosen to be different, you influence, you impact, and you increase faith. Exodus 1.15, the Hebrew midwives Shipra and Puo delivered the baby boys. They were different. 1 Samuel 16.11 through 13, David was a shepherd boy turned king. He was different. Joshua chapter 6, Joshua brought down a city with a seven-day line dance and a holla. Tell Tamiya to take that. It was different. In Nehemiah chapter 3, Nehemiah built a wall despite the naysayers. It was different. In 2 Samuel chapter 21 verse 10 Rizpah got justice for her sons her grandsons and ended a famine silently she was different in Mark chapter 5 verses 28 through 29 the woman with the issue of blood thought herself healed and she was she was different in Joshua chapter 2 Rahab hid spies in her harem and saved her family she was different in Numbers chapter 27 verses 1 through 11 and then again in chapter 36 the daughters of Zelophehad had asked for their inheritance and got it because they were different. In Genesis chapter 6 verses 13 through 22, Noah built an ark when there was no rain. He was different. In Matthew chapter 3 verse 1, John the Baptist preached the wilderness of in the wilderness for the salvation of the Lord. He was different because when you're chosen to be different, you inspire, you impact, and you increase faith. Because different didn't choose us. We didn't choose different, different chose us. And when you're chosen to be different, you not only act a certain way, you believe a certain way. 
you stand a certain way, you show up a certain way. Job 42 and 10, Job prayed for the same friends who rallied against him and the Lord gave him double everything that he lost. In Genesis chapter 45 through 47, Joseph saved the same brothers who tried to kill him different. Acts 16, 25, bound hand and foot, Paul and Silas sang hymns in a maximum security jail. They were different. And I can hear my niece saying, Auntie Ray Ray, it couldn't be me. <laughs> she said, I wouldn't put up with that if I were you. Being different and the, the way people treat us when we're different, but the irony of it is, it's not me. It's the God in me. It's not you. It's the God in you. It's the God in us. We're different, not because we ask to be. We're different because we are chosen to be different. And because Caleb was different, he followed the Lord wholeheartedly, the text says. He, he followed God completely. He followed God fully. He followed God passionately. He remained loyal and true to God in spite what others said and did. And different may not always be readily accepted or recognized or warranted, but when you're chosen by God to be different, it helps you accomplish the task at hand for 12 years. Caleb had a task at hand in Joshua 14, 6 through 15, and, and ended up being able to accomplish that task. Pardon me, Joshua 15, 14. He drove the enemy out successfully, without fail, different. Luke chapter 1, verses 27 through 38, Mary, the unwed teen mother, birthed our Savior. Jeremiah 1 and 5, God was different, y'all, to have known us and still formed us. You knew that one time that I was going, and you still formed me. Y'all fill in the blank. That was different. And because Caleb had a different spirit, because he followed God wholeheartedly, there was more. There was something about the word because that stood out to me. And so because I'm a wordsmith, I had to look it up. The word because means compensation. It means reward. And for Caleb, it was land. Joshua 14, 6 through 15, Joshua 21 and 12, he received open fields. He went and said, hey, give me my mountain. And he got what he asked the Lord for because even as he got up in age, he was different. And for you and me, because of the different spirit that's within us and our willingness to follow God fully, it's the promise that will be fulfilled. It's the purpose that will be accomplished. It's the vision that will be realized because we are different. And not only will, was it that his descendants inherited it, but so will ours. And to Pastor Jason, I say to you, it's the people of God and the people that you have been called to. It's the people who follow you because you follow Christ who will inherit. And what I heard the Lord say was Isaiah 54 and 2. Enlarge your tents, strengthen your stakes, and lengthen your cords. Luke 5, 4 through 6, cast your nets because the harvest is coming because you remained different. The breakthrough is coming because you didn't stay stray away from different. The abounding abundance is on its way because you never moved from different. And so I say to you, Emmanuel, God with us, remain different. 
Stay different because it looks good on you. Pray different because it looks good on you. Worship different because it looks good on you. Pray different, believe different because it looks good on you. Know different because it looks good on you. Allow your faith to be different because it looks good on you. And God will continue to give you the grace and the capacity to be different. Yeah.